Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about summer breakups and meeting the mother-in-law. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you. The crowd. Oh, they are wild today. Thank you, crowd. We're here at Feather Studios, a live studio audience. We're every Tuesday and Friday, and thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it works, right, Shelby? That is how it's done. That's how it's done. You listen to the podcast. You tell a friend. You tell a coworker. You text a buddy. Text a chick. Anybody with ears, we'll take them. And the best way to help us, Instagram story. That's the number one. That's the number one. That's the key. And right now, um, I got a lot of dates on my website, jaredfree.com, but it was just announced Mm -hmm. on Wednesday, the live You Up podcast tour. Wow. Those tickets, um, if you're listening to this, we gave out for the uh, early ticket, uh, what are they called? The pre-sale. Yep. We gave them out on You Up on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So those people got to find out first. That was a little nut tickle mm-hmm. I gave on Tuesday. Yeah. Today is Friday, 10 a.m. They're on sale. So if you can get them, go get them. Um, there's probably a website. It's probably on my Instagram. The link is there. But we're coming to a lot of cities. Get on it. Get on it. 21 towns, That's I think. So many 20 places. 20 places come across this great nation. Uh, and you know the show. We give dating app makeovers. We take your emails, live questions, deal reveal. People like them. People really have fun at these shows. Oh, yeah. Red flag deal breakers. Oh, your favorites. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be happening. Go get those tickets now. Um, Very, I'm I'm a little under the weather. I'm sorry, people. It is raining. It's not your It's a rainy, foggy New York City day. Mm -hmm. And and what better... Than having a friend of mine, a very funny comic here from Boston, a Boston comic. <laughs> we go way back. Chase Abel, thank you for coming on. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's a pleasure. Uh, you, you get me like, I feel like if I played, uh, if I wasn't really good at sports, you would be, you would motivate me. I, I really, th- I think I could like make the NBA if you just gave me like a pep talk. I, that's me. I'd be in your ear. Come on. Chase, <laughs> get it together. I'd be your um, what's it called? I'd be your Rocky. I'd be the, what's the, the Rocky's trainer? I'd be uh, what's his name? Uh, Olga, <coughs> Mike, Mickey, Mike, Mickey, Mickey. Mickey. <laughs> Mike, Mike, the trainer. Yeah, Rocky was trained by Mike. Mm-hmm. Half Shelby, right. that is a wild. I mean, we got to Mickey. <laughs> You it miss, got us to Mickey. You miss 109, what is it, 100% of the shots you don't take. You don't take. take. You took a shot. Mike a did big... get us to Mickey. Mick, 
who was Rocky's trainer. But it's so funny to think <laughs> that Rocky was getting ready for the big fight with Mike. You took this. You took the three pointer right away. Yeah. First possession. First a half point shot from the logo. <laughs> but you know, I have this saying on the motivation front: you're right to edit. You don't just do, you have to get things out of your system to make it better. Sometimes yeah. we hold these ideas in our heads. We would have sat here all day. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's Rocky's trainer? But you know what? Shelby <laughs> threw out a mic, and now we're at Mick. Mick, it's Mick, right? Mickey. Mickey. Mickey, but he calls it, yo, Mick. You know, like, Mick. hey, Mick. Hey, Mick. Yeah, so I, we're going to make, it's funny, but that also is one of the, the mottos of this podcast. We have a few mottos here. Beach yeah. by noon. Correct. Right to edit. Mm -hmm. mm. Feather my nuts. Got it. Oh, big one. I'm a big fan of that one. That's right. Go down on her first. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Oh. So you get blown and you get to lay down and get to fall asleep after. Goodbye. We have a lot of mottos on this podcast. The go down on her first one, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that as well. Love that. Yeah. Love it. That's like when I get a massage. You ever go for a massage? Of course. And you go and they're like, yeah, go on your, uh, they go, go on your stomach first. <laughs> I always go on my back first. Just ignore the direction right away. I, I, I go, listen, they go, do you have any problem areas, anything you want? And I go, let me go back first. And they go, what do you mean? <laughs> So I go on my back first so that I can finish in the face down position <laughs> so that I can fall asleep. That's what I'm saying. Why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> so when you go for a massage, and I'm sure everyone in this audience, I'm just assuming everyone's at, if you go for a massage, do what I do. Face up first. Face, okay. And then I want to finish face down. Because they make you go face down first, and then midway through the massage, they go, hey, wake up. Right. They do Flip do that. Flip over, and now you're like, uh, yeah, this is comfortable, but like, I wish I was like... That, that is true. Easing. Yeah. I want to be risen to end, not but, risen to con continue. To continue. <laughs> Does that make sense to everyone here, right? Like, let me ask Very you. intuitive. Right. Would you, do you prefer a... Are you one of those guys that prefer like... Would you care if it's either a man or a woman that gives you... I don't you care. Much? You don't care, Doesn't right? matter to me. Man yeah. or woman. I mean, I, 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 you know, I do like the touch of a woman. I think it's, you know... Yeah. But I, if, it, if they were like, yeah, we only have a man here, I, I wouldn't be pushed away like i'd be like i'd be like okay and i would add and you know it's really that you get a little bit more like you know, a little more oomph to the massage like you know a female touch is longer you know relaxing oh, yeah. i would think if i get a male massage and i don't mean to you know offend i don't think i'm offending at all that it would feel like more you know, location, based location and, based and harder. Right. Cause they, a would man, you get a uh, massage from a man? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't, you wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do it. I don't Why know. Not? I don't know. That's I just, the job. There's no sexual thing. I just, I don't know. I don't, I think it'd have to be a specific man. You'd have to meet him, get coffee. I have to get, yeah, I gotta meet him first. Out. Yeah. I gotta meet his family. Then, knows, then you can massage him. Yeah. <laughs> then you're gonna allow Shelby, would you go to a male masseuse? I wouldn't do either. Whoa. Wow, he's going two for two, Jared. Shelby. He's two always, for two tonight. No, this is what he does. <laughs> oh, this I don't is, really? He's an enigma. <laughs> Shelby, what? Never, you don't like massages? I don't want to pay money to be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? But the whole what? premise <laughs> is to make you more comfortable. Exactly. 
you don't some stranger rubbing me down. So no let, someone you've dated, would you get a massage from someone you've dated? Sure. Sure. If they were into it. But you <laughs> I love I love this guy. That's not I love someone who Shelby. wants to get Nobody wants to give a massage to someone who goes, "Well, if that's what you're into." I'm, no. a, I'm a giver. You're have you given a massage? Yes. Would you consider yourself a good masseuse? You got big hands. I have nice long Long, long fingers, cre- creepy fingers. You have a long finger. Mm-hmm. If I, I can. <laughs> I didn't notice till just now, as we were having this conversation, how big your hands are. I notice in every picture I take. Really? I don't, what is... am I supposed to do with these? <laughs> you if, uh, I mean, you if... just said that like it's been depressing him his whole life. Every picture I take, I notice. The, I've never noticed the hands before now. Wow. I can palm a basketball. You can't. No, you can. But you'd think. You would these, think. These you'd pause. Yeah. Are you double jointed? You look like you got the, the character of someone who's double jointed like, everywhere. I have been in the past. <laughs> when did it change? <laughs> I haven't tried anything recently. They haven't gotten into that double joint game mm-hmm. in a while. Well, listen. Wow. They're huge hands. Thanks. They look great. I don't think that you should be embarrassed of them at all. Mm. Um, I would love a massage from those hands. I would but, love it. But that might cross the work relationship. Chase Yo. Abel is here at chase able one on twitter hilarious dude at chase able on instagram you have your own podcast called ready set blow i do man i do with my with my main man uh mr randy valerio <laughs> you and randy i know well i've been on the podcast um if you guys go check it out it comes out every wednesday um i'm on on the laughable app if you download laughable that's a great way to get into the podcast. You can hear my oh, yeah. show that I did a couple years ago, I think. Yeah. And then that can get you into the Ready, Set, Blow world. If you could could you know describe it to the listeners, yeah. what would that podcast... How would you describe your podcast? Our podcast, as simple as I can say it, it's, it's, it's just, uh, you know, really strong opinions based on no facts. You okay. Know. <laughs> you know, That's just, how we're living. Yeah, man. We just, you know, we just, just two guys kind of cut from, you know, two different worlds, you know, a little bit. Um, Randy actually, he's a, he's a native of a, of a New York. Okay, uh, he, he grew up in uh, in Queens, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm from Boston, obviously. And then, uh, you know, I'm, you know, he grew up here. You know, went to school in uh, Rhode Island. I went to school in, um, in Boston, mm-hmm. and um, I'm from originally from East Africa. I'm from Eritrea. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and I'm a was a refugee from East Africa. I came here with my parents. Oh shit! Um, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Now you know. Eritrea? Yeah, or, or this, it's really, there's a lot of pronunciations. There's Eritrea, Eritrea, um, Eritrea. Is there an Eritrea community or Eritrea community in Boston? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's little pockets of, I mean, there's, there's a community in pretty much every major city. Sure. Yeah, because if you see, if you know an Eritrean person, for the most part, they usually are probably, they came from Eritrea during like, uh, the Civil War from Africa, like they came, they all immigrated here. Oh wow! Yeah, um, my, so I came with my parents. We were sponsored by um, a, a, a nice couple. They were part of the church. Okay, and we just and we immigrated here. So it's like two people from two totally different backgrounds spouting out, Sp- spouting out. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> I don't really like read. Okay, I don't, I, don't, I know I. I'm more I, you know, of a listener than a reader. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, and, I, and Brandy kind of is, you know. Randy's like a really like educated type of dude, sure. you know, but he's still got that that New York type of you know 
tough, you know, thing. I got it. And uh, yeah, we just kind of spat. You know, he does. Uh, we do some current events at the end because he informs me what's going on with the world. There we go. And then uh, you know, we talk about comedy. We talk about like real like conversational stuff. You know, basically just guys. If you know, if you're just in a room, that's just, that's what the podcast is about. Hanging out. So ready, set, blow. That's the podcast every Wednesday, and you got a show coming up. I do, man. I know there's a lot of people in Boston. They are great. Uh, they came to my shows. They, you're going to be doing a headlining show at Nick's Comedy Stop. Yeah. August 2nd at 8 o'clock. Yes, sir. So all of them should get involved with that. That's I a hope great so. night out. Yeah, man. So go to the show. Go check out Chase. He's hilarious. At Chase Abel 1 on Twitter. At Chase Abel on Instagram. Ready, set, blow. Friday, August 2nd, 8 p.m. Nick's Comedy Stop. Uh, you have a website they can go to? Yep, uh, uh, chaseable.com. There it is. So get those tickets, get those tickets. Yep. Let's do some emails. You ready? I'm ready, baby. Let's do this. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> Mike's summer, ready. Summer plans equals summer boyfriend? <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Dad, I love you. J-Train, I need your help. I feel like it's very relatable. You know how you say summer's for being single? Beware of the holidays and season change. I, I don't say summer is for being single. I say a lot of people become single in the summer because refresh, renew, mm. people start to look at the person they're with. They go, eh, is this really working out? You start going going out more. People say, oh, do I really want to go out more with this person? Yeah. And it's also an excuse. So I met this guy on Tinder. We started dating last July. Then after a few days, we decided to keep it casual and kept hooking up until December. That's when we decided to be exclusive boyfriend, girlfriend, despite my hesitance to be in a relationship. So sounds like the weather got cold. <laughs> yeah. Time to, time to, time to cu- huddle up. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, I do like him a lot. We met each other's families. We have fun together. I find him very immature and it's draining to hang out with him. I wouldn't mind seeing him once a week like when we were casual, but he wants to hang out like every night and I can't handle him. So I see an end coming to this, but the problem is we have a lot of summer plans together that are already paid for and booked. We go to a lot of concerts together. We have two music festivals in July and several weddings of college friends until August. Luckily, no family weddings, though. I feel like it's all a lie when we when I hang out with them now since I've already made this decision. But this is no there's no one I would rather go to all these events with this summer. We'll have a great time together. Do I wait till the end of the summer to end things? If I do end things, I feel like it's a waste of tickets and plans since I've spent some decent money on these things. And I bet uh, I wouldn't end up going if I ended things with them. I don't have friends who are also into the same music as me. Do I tell my friends that I no longer need a plus one to their wedding? Or should I just bring a friend and tell them to ignore the name of the seating chart that isn't theirs? Classic Shelb lookalike. Are we still doing that? Ah, <coughs> Chase, do you have any opinions? Let's bring up. I'm bringing yeah. up her. Uh, how she... Her Instagram, very cute. Yep. Um, Shelby is coming over. She doesn't. I'm okay. She for a celebrity lookalike. Uh, She's been with this guy since the. Chase, do you have any thoughts on this? I don't think she really likes this guy. Uh, yeah, I think she said as much. <laughs> I think she she's said she wants to end it, but has all these tickets and shows. I think she's. I just think she's. Just, I just really don't think she really kind of is into this guy. I think she's already kind of planning her exit strategy. Of course, but how does she exit? How does she get out of the? You know, 
the thing she mentions, and this is like one of those things that when you end with someone, when you're about to end it, you think of all the reasons it's going to be uncomfortable, and then you put it off. Sure. So she's doing a lot of what people do. They go, yeah, I think I want to end this relationship. Then they go, but we got that wedding in August, and we got that concert in july and Mm -hmm. you're what you're doing is you're realizing all the things all the cleanup you're gonna have to do from the breakup right but you're gonna have to do them at some point anyways i say you do it right right from the beginning and get it out because oh and he has this and she has that it's always gonna be something yeah so I always say, the minute you know it's over, end it, because now you're wasting his time. No one wants to know or have the realization that they slept next to someone who didn't want to be in their bed. Oh, my God. Ain't that the truth, man? It's the worst. That, <laughs> I, just, I was just talking to a girl, a, a, a lady friend, and uh, she's in a situation where she's living with a guy, doesn't want to be with the guy. Yeah. And she's only like... She's like, I'm in a, she's like, I'm in a complicated situation, so I don't want you to be involved. No, it's complicated because she's letting it be complicated. Okay. Right? Well, yeah, I, I mean, agree. That's that, that, like this situation that this girl wrote in where it's like, well, we got weddings and we got concerts. And you know what weddings and concerts lead to? More weddings and concerts. Absolutely. So <laughs> it's not, they don't lead to, because like, at some point, something's going to come up that's beyond the summer. So right. he's going to go, oh, there's another concert in November. And then you're going to go, I don't know. Let's let's figure it out later. And he's going to go, well, why? Well, why? Yeah. You were ready. We're going in July. Why wouldn't we go in November? And you, ah, you know, yeah. and then, hey, uh, then you get away from the topic. Then like a week later, he goes, I'm going to go get those tickets. You want to get those tickets? Right. Right. And now you're until November. Now it's over a year of you <laughs> knowing you should break up with someone that you're still with. I can't. I. 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 I'm. First of all, I'm not. I'm not good at relationships. Sure. Women. I don't think anyone is. Yeah. But I'm very good at knowing when to leave. Sure. And this is the time to leave. <laughs> and she says, "There's no one else that I could go to the concert." Here's what you do. You end it. Okay. Whatever money you lose, you'll be happier to have lost because it will. You could. Because you're going to be happier that you're not with this person that you don't think is the right match. I agree. You're waste, you can't waste years of your life. There's not a lot of years left on this earth, okay? So to her, the concerts, when you, you got to end it first, divide the thing second. Just like a divorce. Right. You say, we're getting a divorce. Then you go, what are we going to do this house? We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah. So you got to end it. You got to say, hey, I don't see this as a match. You can't go backwards you can't go friends because she wrote, met this guy on Tinder in July, few dates, kept it casual, then kept hooking up until December. That's when we decided to be exclusive. Ah. Okay? You, and then she's saying, well, I wouldn't mind going back to the once a week thing because then we got to spend all. No, 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 mm. no. You can't go from casual to exclusive back to casual. Back to cash. No, it doesn't go. It's yeah. got to be casual to exclusive to ending back to cash. See. That's the only way it That's works. Only, I agree. I agree with that formula. I mean, nine out of ten, you, you, someone will go, well, I was in this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. But you know what, Jared? I, I, this is, I, my, my question for her also is, where is the communication? Like, how strong is the communication in that relationship? 
Obviously uh, not very strong. <laughs> you because know? she's literally saying was I uh, he wants to hang out every night and I don't want to hang out with him at all. Oh, she's a boss, man. Yeah. <laughs> she seems like she's just yeah. So I, I think for her, she's gotta end it without the idea of them being friends. It's not gonna happen. It's gonna take time. Go to him, be like, hey, this isn't working for me. This relationship is over. Cool. Um, we have things in the future. There's a couple weddings that we've discussed. Um, I'm going to go to my wedding. On my, you, then you're going to your weddings on your own. You call your friend. You say, hey, it just ended. Take them off the mic. Just letting you know so you can yeah. fix whatever you have to fix, fix on your end. Yeah. If you have, and, then, and then you go clean it up. It's time to sweep up the house. Then you say to him, hey, we're playing on these two. We have two concerts, she said. Right? She's, yeah, she got planned out. She's got the outline You right get there. one, I get one. That's the th- uh, you take the two tickets to one. I'll take the Tuesday because the other, and you find someone who wants to go with you, or you sell them. Oh, you sell them. There you go. Yeah. And that now. Yeah. But it, I think when you try to do all these things at once, it becomes confusing, and it becomes, and the world's coming down on you, and it's like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. And then when you when you line it up, break up, wedding, mm-hmm. concert. Yeah. I just item itemize each each situation. Itemize it. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Jared, love the podcast and your comedy. I'm an avid listener. J Train and you up. Always take your advice to heart. I've recently been applying your guys don't throw away leftovers advice to my current situation. We dated a little over a year. So my guys don't leave leftovers advice is basically saying Hmm. girls a lot of times will write in wondering why is this guy still texting? Why is he still nice? Even though he says he doesn't want to be together. It's like, Yeah. yeah, because you might be someone he could hook up with at a later time with no strings attached yeah, that's what i do yeah so i say it's guys are like depression era children they don't just throw away leftovers they don't th- that's the <laughs> <laughs> yeah it takes for some some mold to, put, to get on that, that, well, that leftover yeah, for it to, exactly yeah. you know, it's gonna be in the fridge for way too long before you let it go we did a little over a year from my side we we're the best of both worlds best friends and lovers we're both in our late 20s with good jobs, we lived uh, on our own up until recently. He moved back home to help his family financially. He dropped the bomb on me around the time of him moving back home that he wants to go on a break and postpone our relationship until he's ready. We attempted a break for about a week, and he came running back. Of course. Uh, breaks mm. breaks have to be longer than a month. Wow. Okay. I never, well, all right. Do you, I mean, it's okay to disagree. I, I yeah. My point on that is... A week is not a break for a relationship. Mm. You need to have to really work. It takes two weeks at a minimum to get used to not texting someone you used to text every day. That I agree. hundred percent. So that I agree. If you took a week away, eh. that's not that much. Yes, you haven't even established a new way of life without this person. Yeah. So not long enough in my eyes. Um, Came running back after a week. Things went back to normal until he pulled the same thing about two months later. Again, this is exactly what happens. He never got it out of his system. He's st- mm-hmm. yep. He mentioned in one of their talks being with one person forever scares him. Yeah, join the club. <laughs> and he got scared about how close we had become. I remind him that I'd never pushed marriage or even moving in together for that matter. He agreed but said that marriage is the path we were going down. I agree with him and her. This is another conversation that happens a lot. Girls will go, I didn't say it. It's like, then what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. We know, you know, we don't have to say it to know that it's where we're headed. It's energy. I'm 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 an energy guy. 
But yes, yeah. Yeah. I tried to read between the lines. He doesn't see marrying me, but wants to keep me around until the next best thing shows up. Um, I don't think he's thought that deeply into it, but I do agree it's some of that. When I questioned him, he responded, I promise you, I will marry you someday. <laughs> and Ooh. she wrote what we're all thinking. Woof. Wow. He pulled out, I will marry you card. The yeah. Wow. I, and he doesn't know that. As of now, we are not together. I've explained that I can't pull my life on hold to wait for him to figure out what he wants, but my mind is filled with questions after all these mixed signals. Is it possible for him to want to get his ducks in a row without me, or is this something guys want to do while dating the person they claim they want to marry? That's a good question. Want to do while da- uh, I see that the timing isn't right for him, but how do I avoid being leftovers? So, what do you think? I don't think she should. I don't think she should put herself in that like in that picture as a leftover. I think. Yeah. I think. Men, for some reason, they, they in my experience, um, from what they kind of like before they want to get into a serious relationship, they kind of naturally just want to make sure they have their shit together. Of course. You know, I don't know if that's just like, you but, know, I mean, for this guy, you know, I agree with you. It, you know, guys want to know it's together. They want to make sure, you know, like there's more mathematical equations going on for guys than there is romance. They're yeah. like, OK. This girl's great. Can I afford? Can I afford what's coming up next? Right. Baby, kids, house, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Will I feel like a valuable person if you know? There's some guys out there that run into this and then they go and they're like, "Love is love, whatever it is. We'll, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out, right?" But I'm I'm more towards the side of the guy that goes like this guy, where he's like, "Well, you know, now you know." I, you're looking to go. I need to put the brakes on this to get to marry. And it's like, I don't even, but I don't even know if that's what he's doing. The fact that he moved home to help his parents financially. Okay. Sounds responsible. Then he, says, me. then he says, I need a break. Okay. Comes back a week later. Okay. Then they date for two months and then he says the same thing again. He needs a break. And it's like at that point, I think that's two people that really don't feel like they're aspiring to anything. To like, anything, like, yeah. Like, I, I think like he's going. Yeah. I I went back to the person that I was with before. You know, like I I don't. Yeah, you don't see like a like a like a ele- like they're not really elevating each other no, just to anything. No, to- and it doesn't feel like he's even like. You know, the when you go back to the same story you did two months ago, it to me that's a guy that's like too afraid to end it with someone. That he does care about. But, uh, like the whole idea that he's like, I promise you, I'll marry you someday. Like, dude, you don't even know that. that yeah. That's, like, how that, does he know? How does he pull, yeah, why would he say that and just pull that out like that unless he. It's is to keep to her, her around. It's to make it's And it's also to not hurt her. Yeah. What you're saying is right. Right. It's to not hurt her because he goes, this is what guys do when they, you know, he doesn't want to be that dick. But he's gonna be that dick. But he's gonna be that time. dick at the same time. So he's like yeah. saying, "Well, I don't want to hurt you, but I don't want to be together. So let me just keep you around until you get tired of me and you say, get me the fuck away from this, so that I'm not the bad guy.' Mm. To me, she can't wait around. I think what she needs to do, if I'm her, you have to really take, like, really break up, and. Know that he's a good guy for you. You guys work well together. He can come back to you. But 
it's got to be way down the line when all the shit is already taken when, care of. When everything's taken care of. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can't count on that. So if I'm her, hey, I'm going to make this real easy on you. <laughs> You're right. I, I don't, whatever you are going through, go through it on your own. I don't need to be someone who has to emotionally take care of you while I'm not getting the rest of it. Right. Good luck with your life. Good luck. I'm not going to answer your text. I'm unsubscribing from you. This is for self. This is for me. For self. For self preservation. Yeah, yeah. Not you. And I think that's the only move. And he and she and, she, and the expectation is, you know, <coughs> hey, maybe he'll get his shit together, and maybe he'll realize, hey, I'll yeah. come back to you. But she shouldn't really think like that. She just, she just, she should go on her life. She's got to go out and date. She's got to go out and meet new people. She's got to go and uh, and and stop sitting here in place with this dude because that's what he's looking for her to do is to run in place until he's ready to get his shit together and be good to her and that's not gonna happen yeah it's weird how how i've always wondered why why certain people kind of makes us question our own selves even though when they're like you know for her she writes i've been applying you know uh we date a little over a year and you have the best of both worlds she's like i have it all here and she's not looking to give up bad for nothing. She's not looking to give up just okay for nothing. For nothing. Okay, I see what you're saying now. And right. I think like this goes back to like for him, he took a week off. He downloaded Tinder. He fucking saw what was up, and then no one responded to him. And he was like, "What the fuck am I doing? Going back to my girl?" Right. I, I got. I got this. I got this nice woman over here. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then he got two months in. And he goes, "Man, I'm feeling the same way I was before." I gotta end this again. And it's like you're just gonna still be on the merry-go-round. Hamster wheel. The ha- that's what you're on, the hamster wheel. For her, the reason she stays in it, because she's like, I think like, you know, I've said this on this podcast, a lot, a lot of guys see, you know, see dating as the vacation and relationship as the job. And girls see it the other way around a lot of times, where they see the relationship as the vacation. And the dating is the job. Wow. I just learned something right there. Oh, right? Wow. Yeah, that's... that's So for him, every two months or the first time, the first week, he's like, I got to get away from this job. This job is getting to be too much. Right. I'm going on vacation. Comes back after a week of vacation. He goes, I feel refreshed. I feel like I like the girl I'm with. Then two months go by. He goes, this job is getting to me again. I can take another vacation. I got to take another vacation. Uh, For her, that week, she went to fucking work oh now i gotta go back to fucking being alone and you know and it's like for her she's avoiding this job and he is too they're both avoiding they're both the, avoiding at yeah, the same time they're both avoiding the job at the same time yeah when the job is what they need the most um to he together. probably needs a relationship so you know get his shit together but he doesn't even want that you know <laughs> oh she God. needs the job she's got to go to the job because this guy ain't everything even though he seems like he even is. though he seems like he is, he'll never be there with her. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. Mm. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. This is a long one. Let me try and find a shorter one. We're sponsored people. Woo! Love this sponsor because they're giving you real money, real money. Postmates. Oh boy. I'm a big Postmates fan because it really makes it easier when you are in a pinch for food during times and in places that you might not. It would be a lot. Where they're not having food? Yeah. Like, 
especially when you're on the road, you're in a different town, it's late at night, you don't want to have to go and fit, you know, get attached to a place that's not even open. Yeah. Postmates mm-hmm. will take all that garbage, the closed places, all that. When you go on the app, it's just like, here are the ones that are open right now. Mm-hmm. Here's where you can get it. I got to download that. I, it's a great app, but here, don't download it yet. Okay. Oh. Because for a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's free money. So people, when you're in a town you don't know, you're in a pinch, it's late at night, you're like, I need food. What are the options? You don't want a thousand options because then you'll be sitting there all night. Postmates breaks it down. It's right there. Here's what's in your area. Here's how long it's going to take. That's why I love that app. It makes the decision-making process so much easier. And they're going to places that you know might not be gone to by other, play- by other apps. You're getting the best places, your favorite places. The best. And 100 free dollars of de- delivery credit for the first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app right now. Use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need Anytime you want it, download Postmates and save with code JTRAIN. Postmates, get what you want out of life. Get involved with that. I'm downloading that. Maybe I could uh, find another app for the, the massages place, too. Boom. What am I, what am <laughs> Love it. Face, face down massages. <laughs> to text or not to text. Love the show. Love how many emails you go through each episode. I totes preach. I wanted to write in about this texting dilemma my friends or I are facing, and I assume we're not the only ones. It's always in the beginning of dating someone that I don't know who should be texting first. Everyone always says that if a guy wants to talk to you, he will. So I usually lead with that and never rarely text first so that he can chase me. I'm wondering if this is sending the wrong message to guys I'm talking to. Could it be making the them think I'm not interested or is this the right way to play it to uh, create some illusion of mystery? What's the best move here? I know there isn't a cookie cutter formula for this, but who should be intimi- in, in, initiating the text conversation once you get off the app and move to texting and start going on dates with the person? I'm always hesitant to text first or initiate things in fear of being clingy, but also realize it's not fair for the guy to do all the work. What's the right uh, time to start to balance out who initiates every conversation? Uh, Chase, any thoughts? I text right away. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. Yeah. Texting is, it's, you know, we live in a digital world now, so I I feel like Mm. if they don't respond, it's like, all right, like. It's not like, if if I called you and you need to pick up the phone. That's a high impact maneuver. Ooh. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I think what she's saying about text is so. I think there's more to be lost in translation than to be gained. So she writes in her email. Everyone says that if a guy wants to talk to you, he will. So I usually lead lead with that. Never rarely text first so that he can chase me. I think in pretty common practice with women common. But at the same time, it's like. I feel comfortable when I t- I think more women should start texting with without that thought. Without that thought, yes. Because that thought gets you down a road of holding things in, not being your true self, not saying the things you want to say, not asking for the things you want to ask for. You t- should text with a purpose. Do not text 
with something to be cute and sly. You're not trying to find a good texture. You're trying to find a good partner. Partner. Yeah. So that's totally different thing. So if you say to someone, if if you're on an app, if you wake up in the morning mm. and you wonder what the fuck Ron is doing or whatever the fuck his name is, Jim. Right. If you're like, hey, what's Jim doing? And you text and you go, hey, how's the weekend? What are you up to today? How's the week going? No guy could go think you should think of every text as brought to a group of their peers true oh so whatever you're about to text think about him complaining to his friends that a chick that wants that's good looking that he's attracted to because he is if you met him on an app he's interested he's interested he's interested he's attracted in some way so imagine any text you're about to send Imagine that guy going to his friends and going, can you believe what this hot chick just sent me? <laughs> and getting mad. And getting mad. Yeah. yeah. So can you believe this chick who I said I was attracted to asked how my day was? Yeah. And if he does that, he's a, he's a, he's a loser. Yeah. So he doesn't want to talk to you anyways. Yeah. So, but, I've, but just imagine, what could you text that would be so clingy? Oh, this girl is obsessed with me. She... She asked me how my weekend was. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. So let's be a little more rational. So if you have something to say, say it. Also, that if you have something to say and you want a plan made, text with that in mind. So how is the week? Cool. I'm going out this, this week. Is, and then he's going to, if he likes you, he's going to ask back, how was your week? It's been going good. Things are so busy. I have this, this, and this going on. But we should hang out Thursday. I'm free. Boom. Boom. That. Think of that in the way that we just brought it up. Think of if he goes, can you believe? <clears throat> like, play the sad music. Like, like no. <laughs> no guy. Oh, man. Like, can you imagine? So I was. I met this girl on. Yeah. On a dating app. Okay. Can you believe she? We exchanged numbers, right. and now she's texting me. How was your week? Can you believe this asshole? How could she? Ah! Oh. Wow! And then she wanted to know what I'm doing Thursday, and it's like, come on, people! Oh. How am I supposed to? Sit here and masturbate and do nothing. That heartless in peace woman. This bitch. Heartless. Uh, Stay away from her. She even said it's hot out. Oh, she's so clingy. Why does she cling so much? And uh, say. Exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's nothing you could text. <laughs> it's like. Exactly. But, you know, the reason we, you know, that she brings up the other side, she'll go, I don't want to seem clingy. That I was too clingy is way easier to say than he doesn't like he me. He doesn't like me. Yeah. Right. That's the, you're making a choice between the two things. But, she, but I feel like she, you know, I think she just needs to kind of just, if you're, if you're, if you're interested in this, this guy, like, don't be afraid to shoot your shot. Shoot your just shot. Just shoot your shot, man. Yo, throw out a mic. Say hey, what's up, Mike? Thanks what's for up, texting. Mike? Yeah, throw it a mic. <laughs> there it is. Shoot, Shoot your shot. shot. Just like Mike, three pointer right from the jump. 
Hey guys, I wanted to pop in here with a warning. The next email gets into some serious subjects. Sometimes I choose an email based on a title and then this is one of those cases and then it took a little bit of a turn into subjects that are above my pay grade. I am not a professional. I'm not licensed. But I understand why people send in their serious subjects to the podcast. Uh, They get to write in anonymously and hear other people talk something out that might be scary to talk to friends and family about. But again, I'm not a professional. I wanted to give out a phone number you can call if you're in a situation like the one we're going to get into, Rain. Uh, Rain.org, R-A-I-N-N.org. That is the Rape and Abuse and Incest National Network. Um, The subject of the next email doesn't really go down those roads, but this is an all-encompassing network that can help you if you're in trouble and you need someone to talk to. The phone number is 1-800-656-4673. That's for the Rain... um, uh, organization, and it's 1-800-656-4673. Um, again, we're going to get into this email. It deals with some subjects that you know are very serious. So I wanted to make sure that if you need help, here's a resource where you can get it from professionals uh, and not just hear me go on and on. So again, the phone number for Rain is 1-800-656-4673. Um, and you know, now back to the show. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Chase Abel. Yeah. At Chase Abel One on Twitter. Chase Abel on Instagram. Ready, set, blow is the podcast. Friday, August 2nd. Nick Comedy Stop. You're going to have a fun time. Yeah. Unintentional home wrecker. <laughs> okay, let me get ready for it's this. going to get juice Yeah. Getting right into it. You answered an email of mine a while back. I live in a small town for work as a TV. Reporter. I'm not gonna give. I'm gonna take out what type of reporter. Basically, I've been dating a guy. <laughs> Classic Shelb nails another one. Um, basically, I've been dating a guy who is giving me extremely mixed signals. You suggested to ditch him and focus on work, getting out of this tiny town. I have a year left of my contract at work. I finally ditched the dude for one final terrible indiscretion. But lo and behold, I still see him everywhere in this tiny, shitty town. She didn't say. I finally ditched this dude after one. We Remember this email? I do. I remember. She was a small town reporter. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, should I even go for anything if I may sure. be leaving in a year? But Last night, I mm. walked into a new bar in town with a few friends. He was there with his friends. I didn't want to dwell on it, so I simply walked to the opposite side of the bar, ignored him, and he eventually left. Success. Now I'm still with friends, with still with most of his friends, and one of them had stayed behind to close his tab. Uh-oh. I went up to politely say hi to this guy. I used to hang out with him and his wife, keyword, Ooh. pretty regularly. We chatted for a while. Instead of go- closing his tab, he ordered another beer to stand there and chat with me. After 30 minutes into talking, all of a sudden he said he needed to get out of there. Asked if I wanted to get out of there. Thought it was strange, so I asked if I if I wanted to go to the bar where his friends, my ex, went. He said no. He needed to go home. I offered to give him a ride. I had been there under the weather and had only about two drinks because I planned on leaving early anyways. He obliged. I said bye to my friends. We went on our way. Fast forward, we got to his house. He offered me a quick beer for the ride. I said, why not? I mean, we're all sitting here. I am on the edge of my... So this is the friend of the guy she used to date. I'm getting up for this. Who's married. 
I said, why not? My apartment was around the corner. I'd head home right after. We go inside. His wife happens to be out of town with their baby. Red flags. So I drink my beer as we chat. As I get up to leave, he says, come here. Then proceeds to grab me and pull me onto his lap. He then tries to start kissing me, remove my clothes. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I attempt to stop him multiple times, bringing up his wife, but he forcefully continues to touch me and saying that he's in charge tonight. Oh, shit. He just wants to fuck me. I I know she sent this in. I, we're, we're wading into territories that... It seems some, some light crime here. Yeah, a light crime. This is... Uh, this is... Uh, this is... Uh, this is <laughs> I feel awful. I think I should call him something like my lawyer or something right now. I know, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I finally talk him down and get him to leave me, uh, leave, get and let me leave before things progress beyond attempting clothing removal. The rejection pissed him off, to say the least. Come morning, I find out he remembers nothing. I tell him what happened. He apparently feels terrible and doesn't know how he could have done such a thing. Hey, um, I'm at a loss for what to do. I feel guilty because I should have just left when his wife wasn't home. Listen... We read this email and we saw where it was going because of the title. I, I, I'm not going to sit here. She did nothing wrong. I totally thought this was going a different way. I initially, thought I thought this she was, was going to find out that her ex. Well, Bert, let's finish right. the email before we get sure. It. Yeah. Fast forward. Uh, come morning, I find out he remembers nothing. I tell him what happened. He feels terrible. Doesn't know how to, he could have done such a thing. I'm at a loss for what to do. I feel guilty because I should have just left when his wife wasn't home, but he has never come off as someone I w- who would do such a thing previously, so I assumed innocence. Oh, so she didn't know the wife was home until she got in there. I felt pretty panicked and threatened in the situation. I'm happy it didn't turn out worse. Yeah, we are too. Yeah. Uh, I'm not in the business of ruining families, but our town is so small, I'm afraid she may find out anyways. Through, though my intentions were never negative, I wish I hadn't gone inside regardless. Yeah, but like, what can you do? <clears throat> you can't, you, you know, there's nothing to do. Do I let this be forgotten into the drunk abyss uh, or inform the wife of his actions, though she could turn on me in the process because wrong place, wrong time? Please help. Sincerely, I really want to fucking move. Ooh. This is a heavy one, Jay. Yeah, yeah. We get serious here sometimes. Yeah. Um, I initially thought, you know, from the title of that, I thought this was going to be one of those situations where, hey, she's she's trying, she's hooking up with a guy that's married. You finds know. out he's married. Yeah. And unintentionally has wrecked a yeah. situation that she had no. Yeah. She. It's funny because as the email went on, we get to his house. He offered me a quick ride for the beer. We're seeing this as guys being like. No guys just innocently offering a quick, you know, like I, but I do understand where she knows him through the prism of he's a married guy. I did. So she, in the beginning of her email, she says, right. I finally decided to ditch the dude after one final terrible indiscretion, but lo and and behold, I still see him everywhere in the shit of town. So we don't know what he did, but it was. Awful enough for her to call it terrible indiscretion. Yep. Awful. Yep. Okay, let's assume that he cheated or whatever it is. She walks in the bar, and he's there with a few friends. The guy leaves. One of his friends is there. He hangs out with her for 30 minutes. He's a married guy with a kid. That's how she knows him. Right. One, don't blame yourself. You know, you know we're all seeing it because we know the email. We're, you know. Yeah. 
we're all on the lookout. We're not in the situation. She's in the situation. She's, right. she's sitting there going. Yeah. She's seeing. It's like when you look at a painting from two centimeters, two inches away. You can only see a certain part of the painting. You don't see the whole thing. Yep. If you back up, then you get to see the whole thing. She. You can't blame yourself for going back with him because she sees him as married dude with wife and baby. We're good friends. We're having a good time talking. It's totally innocent. Then she goes back to the place and he becomes this animal asshole. What does she do? I don't know. I, I, I wish there was a simple... I mean, first of all, you should... I mean, to me, like, you know, Shelby said this is a light crime. This is a crime. Yeah. You... This guy said to you, yeah. I don't take no for an answer. That's the big... That's the key. Yeah. That's what they... Like Say, to me, this is like yeah, stand. man. I mean, this is pretty. I mean, it's clear cut to me. This is like you know, once he says that, it's a it's a whole different ballgame. I wouldn't. Right? Yeah, I would. If he even attempts to contact you, I'd be like, hey, we're not. This is. I don't want to press charges. But here. I also the thing that scares me is she's in this small town where she's. You know, here's the thing about her in this small town. She has made it clear that she is coming and going. Yeah. So when you're a news reporter and you're in the smaller town. You go to a town to eventually leave it for a bigger market. So oh, okay. to the guys, right. you know, this is like when someone visit. I'm, I'm not giving him. Mm-hmm. I'm he, not saying like he's, you know, I'm saying the mindset with someone who's coming in. The normal mindset, not this guy who went to an extreme, is to go, well, there's an end date on this. You know, maybe we could date for a while, hook up, and then she'll be leaving. And we'll go, oh, well, distance is tough, and we won't do it. We won't do it. So it's kind of like a, you know, so he's taking that mindset to the nth degree of a crime. Of a crime. Where he's saying, well, you're leaving anyways. This can't get me in trouble because when you're gone, this mess is gone gone, with you. It's gone with you. Right. That's why he's an animal and an asshole. But the problem with that is now you're alone. This guy could be... You know, he could turn everyone against you because you're the one person that no one has to deal with in the future. If I'm you, I'm contacting authorities. Boom. This is a long way to get to because right now you don't have the 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 protection of the community. He is with a wife and with and is friends with the guy and the wife and the more comfortable thing, just like we said before, it's easier to say well, I'm too clingy over this guy doesn't like me. It's easier for the wife to go, well, that girl gets around and is not, you know, and she made an attempt to get with my husband. Why would she walk into another woman's house? Well, that's what, that, that's the easier way for the wife to look at it. I think it's for anyone. Like, you know, I, want totally. to, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at like, hey, you know, <laughs> as soon as you know he's married and he has kids and he invites you into the house right there, I think it also starts like. I'm, well, all, I'm all kind of. I'm all, but if it's comfortable up until then, also she stuck up with the friend, so she's only knows him as a friend. Got it. So like, got it. Yep. So through, I could see why she went in the house. No blame, no nothing. But I could also see how the wife would take the husband's side. I could see why her ex would take the friend's side. Take the friend side. Yeah. Because you know he his ego's hurt. I could see how all the friends. Would 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 stand to not believe her because that's just the easier way to go. So she's in an unwinnable situation where this is how these like murder mysteries start. I really feel sorry for her. Be- yeah, it sucks because it sucks because she's 
just an, she's an innocent person. She just like w- trusted this man to like go and have a good, uh, just a drink, catch up. And this he, is you this know. is the the but this is like the makeup of every you know Discovery Channel you know <laughs> History Channel mm-hmm. podcast murder because the way you know love and alcohol creates murder. You know, uh. it's not like it's never, you know, you know, you know, when they do all those statistics of like who kills each other, it's always people who know each they other. They say a crime of passion. Or crime shit. of passion. Crime of pa- oh. This to me, this reads like a murder mystery, like the beginning chapters of a book. Of a book. Yeah. So if I'm her, you need protection and you need to go now and call, you know, the local detective or police. I a detective. I sound like I don't. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I, I've never dealt with it. <laughs> yeah. Call the local police chief. <laughs> like his Andy Griffith show. He just it really him. feels like that. In small town. I would call and be like, "Hey, um, I had a situation the other night. I want to come in and talk to you. Uh, I and and I would also go talk to. They probably have psychologists on site and all that stuff. And I would talk to all those people just to make sure that you're not in a position of you versus him. My word against your... You're not looking to ruin a marriage. Right. You're looking to, for safety. At least so we have do, documentation. Yeah. Do, the wife... Telling the wife... Do you is, think... Is, is helpful to the wife if she'll take the help. Yeah. But we don't know what's going to happen. Well, his response to when um, that happened, he said he, he totally forgot, right? Like, he doesn't know anything. Yeah. Which is, I think, bullshit. Of course opinion. it's bullshit. Right. Do you think she should kind of re like have another communication with him again? To, I, to f- I get away from you. Get away from you. Get, okay, All right. this guy's scared of me. He's done, right? He's scary in that moment. I think you need to go to the. I think you go to the, like, and I know this seems extreme, but I would like, but you got to protect yourself. Right. And I would go to like local law enforcement. Hey, I had a situation the other night. Um, I'm safe. The you know this is what happened. Here's the all the key points. I know these people and. Then when this guy, if he messages you again, I think um, you forward those messages to the police and you just let them know, you know, and uh, Shelby, I don't know. It seems this, like a good plan. Like at you least need a plan. File a report. And file a report. And also yeah. let your friends know. Let your friends know that this person is doing this. Go, Yeah. Go to your friends. I, I think going to him lets him try and spin spin right he'll try to make some he'll put this through the wash i don't think you need that friends family protection community local law enforcement you know that's your support system you need to create some sort of system and and let their marriage fail on its own i don't think to me that's my opinion no no i because i don't know what you get out of telling the wife or the husband all you get is more fucking drama, and you've, you're you're walking into a burning house. It's not a good situation. No, Jay, I hope that helped. Uh, if anyone's out there yeah. in those situations, good luck to you. Well, you know, hope so. No, listen, I generally, I hope but, she you know works out for. Her. But also, you know, call local law enforcement. You know, these are things that you know I hope she can do, and I hope other people can do in this situation. It's 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 sad to read a story like this as. But it brings up a lot of things that maybe there's other people out there that are dealing with something similar. Oh, I'm sure. So, yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Chase Abel. Let's, oh, we are sponsored people. No good way to transition out of that email. 
<laughs> we're gonna, but we're gonna try. <laughs> There's no better feeling than someone coming up to you and saying, "You smell amazing. What cologne are you wearing?" Problem is, great cologne can be expensive, and that means you don't get to change up scents as often as you want. Scentbird, Scentbird, Scentbird is the solution to this issue. I love Scentbird because they've hacked the cologne industry. Uh, I'm interested in this. It's a luxury fragrance subscription service that lets you discover new colognes without buying an entire bottle. So with over 450 brands, luxury brands, Versace, Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, Burberry, Prada, Semper.com keeps those compliments coming month after month. So you get to choose what you want and try it and they'll send want to try and they'll send you a 30-day supply. Nice. That's 120 sprays. That's enough that you could get one Use it a couple times and then start to build up a collection. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the best part. I wonder if they got cool water. So you could do four times a daily for a month. They probably got cool water. I mean, it's all there. Yeah. So you can sort colognes and perfumes by brand, occasion, season, style. Once you start collecting them, then you go, oh, this is my going out one. This is my daytime one. This is a great thing. And you're not spending $3,000 for a bottle and a commercial with Johnny Depp. Which <laughs> You know, yeah. right? Yeah. And then we have an exclusive offer for JTrain listeners. Sign up today to get 50% off your first month. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash JTrain. That's scentbird.com slash JTrain. Use our coupon code JTrain, JTrain, JTrain. And check out for 50% off your first month. That's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash J-T-R-A-I-N. Semper.com slash JTrend to try your first clone for, or perfume for just $7.50. Sign on. Smell amazing. Love it. Smells Love it. so good. That's Jamie Lee right there. Oh. Love cologne. Love cologne. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. I like. Ooh, future mother in law worries. Feather, feather, my boyfriend and I listen to you all the time. It'll be interesting when he hears this, but I need your advice. Okay. <laughs> We've been dating for a year and a half. Everything is great. We're such great match and fit together perfectly the whole thing. I'm only 21 and he's 24, but we talk about our future together and plan to get married someday. My family loves him, but the problem is that his mother doesn't love that he has a girlfriend. <laughs> okay. He is an only child, and his mother is super protective Italian mama bear. She likes me and is always nice to me, and my boyfriend is happy that she likes me because she hated all of his exes. But she often becomes a crazy, jealous mother because he feels like she's losing her son. He lives in my city two hours away from her, so naturally he sees me more than his mother. So my major problem is with how he doesn't have strong enough boundaries with her. My boyfriend calls her almost every day, and if he doesn't, then she gets so angry and will hateful and hateful to him the next day that when they next time they talk. Or if he hangs out with my family, then she gets so mad, jealous, and won't talk to him for multiple days. She has a pretty severe mental health issues, anxiety, depression, and is completely dependent on her son. She has no friends, and I don't think she's happy in her marriage. Ooh, that's tough. Um, so I feel bad for her. I feel bad for the son. He's in the middle of it. Yeah, he's in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, And I feel bad that she feels like she's losing her only child, but I just can't live with this overbearing future mother-in-law. And I need my boyfriend to get some boundaries. He thinks that I need to spend more time at his parents' house with him so that they can get to know me better. And then she'll feel better about him growing up and being serious with a woman. But seeing her more 
is the last thing I want. Well, well that she's horrible and mean to my boyfriend regularly, and I just can't handle her, her constantly constant negativity. This is the only major topic my boyfriend and I fight about. I want these fights to stop, but I don't think that me spending more time with her will change anything and will help her all, at all mentally. I want to distance myself from her, and I want my boyfriend to do the same. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, you ain't gonna win that one. Nope, that ain't the win- that ain't the method, baby. No, That's I really a- think there needs to be set uh, boundaries with her, like maybe talking to her only once per week, not caring if she gets mad if we go on vacation together or if he spends some time with my family. Help! Which one of us needs to step up, or both? Classic Shelb. Any celebrity lookalikes for us? Oh, she's just cute. cute. They're both cute. Both yeah. good looking couple. Yeah. She's got. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, good looking. He's a good looking Italian kid. Yeah. Shelby's Red doing hair. a once over. What do you think? Any thoughts? I think, uh, well, she's never going to win that battle <laughs> in terms of she's like. She's going about it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. She's totally going about it wrong. Um, unfortunately, like, this is like a very common thing. Like that whole like mother, mother-in-law like friction thing. Mother sons is weird. Oh yeah, mothers are weird with their sons. Uh, they're just, it's it's just the way it is. Every and I notice it more as I get older. Every son, mm. mother, and then you see the mother daughter thing, and that isn't the same type of like the mother daughter thing. There's like a competition thing a little weirdly, okay. and there's like, you know, the toughest thing about family stuff is that you see. You know, the dads see themselves in their sons and the mothers see themselves in their daughters. Their daughters. So they're harder on that version of themselves with, you know, and then they see, and then in the son, the mom sees the man that they married one day. Right. You know, way back when, and they see all the good things in the the man that they, you know, that they ended up with. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm you with know, you. All, I'm with you. I, th- I, yeah. What's that, Shelby? Italian, so. Italian, they really get into their sons. They've got meatballs in their hands and shit. So, my 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 opinion, I sure. think I, I I don't think going through him is gonna is gonna make any um any, here any steps. I think she should get. I think she should open up a little. Try to work with the mom. I think she has to. Here's two things I'm gonna say. She said something very specific in her email. Um, she said. Um, he thinks that he uh, I want to distance myself from her and I want my boyfriend to do the same no she said oh she said about the once a week thing the once no 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 the may um, she said that he's okay then she gets uh, I don't think uh, so I feel bad for her and I feel bad for uh he thinks that I need to spend more time. But the last thing I want. She is horrible and mean to my boyfriend regularly. That's the line oh. I wanted to reread. Oh. She is horrible and mean to my boyfriend regularly. Here's the thing about a family dynamic. Oh, this is good. It's been created over years and years and years. Every family knows their spots. Knows, and, and it's like... My dad used to th- say this thing all the time where he'd be like, it's not the family that fights. It's the people that come into the family that tell you how you're getting fucked by the family that starts the fight. Smart man. So it, it, <laughs> Smart man. So it's the same with her. She is coming into this family. The family dynamic works. 
The mom's kind of a dick to the son. The son's like, I know she's a dick, but she's a little unstable. I deal with it because we have something good over here. Right. And my dad is this and that. You know, everyone is a puzzle piece. To this. Every family is a puzzle piece. And right. it all fits into each other in its own way. You're all just trying to meld together. And over time, that puzzle piece has melted together in the way that it comes together. Good point. If you, yeah. when you walk in, of course you're going to think, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Because they've, cho- over time, you know what your family is, so you choose your spots. Right. You go, I'm not going to fucking be a dick here. I'm not going to be a dick. You know, like, exactly. I know that my mom operates with this. There's things I'm not going to bring up to my mom because I know how she handles it, but there's other things I'm going to bring them up. Exactly. So this guy, for you, you first need to stop taking things so personally. 100%, 100% agree. <clears throat> the mom loves her son. You know that. If she's mean to him, let him handle that. He can speak up for himself. He's an adult. You need to now spend more time. Let him plan events for you to make. make don't. You don't have to plan them, but let go in and try to be do these events with his family. Yeah, hurt, yeah. Go in. Stop being so offended because it's not your fight to fight. If he was so offended by his mom being mean, he would say something. He would say something to her too. To the mom. To the mom. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. And also I think if he's it was so if it was bothering him so much, he would say her to her too, right? He he might be saying, Yeah, my mom's such a jerk with that stuff to her because he can say it to her. Right. But if it really if he wanted to make a change, he would go to his mom and be like, stop it. Ah, uh, if you want to make it, I got it. No. If, yeah. But if he says it to you, everyone talks shit about people they're never going to do anything about. Yeah, this guy's there. Yeah. If you really want to make a change, he would say something to mom. So you have to stop taking what she does with him so personally because he's already dealt with it over years of being her son. He knows the dynamic. The he, attitude. He knows where to yeah. pick and choose. Yeah. You do not. Then you need to give everyone more of a clean slate. Come in. Try to be nice. Try to meet her. No, And then over time, you're going to melt into the family in the way he has. Over time, you're going to melt in and go and know the spots to choose. Know what to tell his mom about family stuff you guys do. Right. Know what's going to set her off to go, hey, don't tell your mom we went to my place today because now. Or you're going to say, call your mom now so we don't have to deal with it later. You're going to start and someone might be listening going, well, you're just. You're just uh, giving someone the, the, the leeway to be a crazy bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how life works. There's some you're not gonna fix every fucking problem. I think you should have you should always have a level of, uh, like a frequency of compromise if you're dealing with relationships. Yes. You know, and, and but the compromise comes in where you go. There's a, also like there's the the idea that you go. I I gotta dodge these things i have to literally dodge literally dodge yeah. i have to know that that mom's fucking crazy but if i say that we went to my parents for for dinner she's gonna be no we're gonna get ahead of this i'm gonna start working it out so i do subtle things that don't inconvenience me later someone might be listening going well what are you gonna live your life wearing yeah I'm going to live my life making my life as comfortable as, as comfortable possible. as possible. <laughs> and that means saying things and doing things with certain certain, you know, family members that fucking make it my life easier and making sure. Wow, I got a lot to learn about religion. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We got time for one more. Yeah, we do. Let's do one more email. All right. One more email. Dear Jared, Feather Feather from London, United Kingdom. 
My ex and I, of four and a half years, broke up about a year ago. The breakup was amicable. He was my best friend and a great guy. It just wasn't meant for us to be. Unfortunately, I have been able, I have been able, unable to stay friends as I find it too difficult and have subsequently blocked him off of everything. So I really have no idea what it's going to be like relationship-wise. I'm not going to stalk. What is going on in his life? Hold on, let me reread that. Have blocked him on everything. So I really have no idea what's going on in his life. Relationship job-wise, I'm not one to stalk. It upsets me too much. Strong will over here. Anyways, after almost a year of no contact, he texted me congratulating on a work achievement he saw on my friend's Instagram. He was super nice and wished me the best. Seeing his name on my phone really threw me, so I thanked him and ended up ended the convo quickly. Anyways, I'm moving countries to New York City in August. Obviously, we're moving to see you as soon as I'm there. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll be coming to see you as soon as I'm there. Thank you. I, my question is, should I text him telling him? Do I owe him that as we are such a big part of each other's lives, practically travel the world together? The thought of any communication with him scares me as I still have so many emotions towards him. It saddens me, but I don't want to think I, him to think I don't care at all. There's a lot to unpack here. Sure. And one of it, one of it is my question for her is, you know, what what exactly does she want from this man? Yeah, that's I mean, uh, you know what I mean? they've like, taken a year away from each other. She's confused because he was nice about a job thing. I it 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 it's something where she's still hung up on it. Yeah. Very obviously. She's yeah. saying even the sight of him on Instagram would bring me down. Which is fine. I listen. We all get that. Okay. I think that's. I, I think you're one boyfriend away from not feeling that way about this guy. This ties back to what you're saying about that lo- that breakup. That that you need more time than a week. This yeah. Is, this is like a year now, right? This is kind of falling to that. This thing. is. I mean, but she's still feeling emotion. I. But the fact that he reached out and wasn't saying to you, "Hey, I, we should really see each other sometime," that means he doesn't want to see. That's like it's okay. over for him. And that's okay, but I think um, does she owe him that I'm moving to the states or moving away a country? No, I don't think so. I think he doesn't deserve to know. I don't want him to think you don't care. Just because you've broken up doesn't mean you don't care about the person you ended it with. True. There's I've I've many ex girlfriends in my life. I don't not care about them. I don't sit here and go, I, I don't wish them any ill will. I don't wish them, when I see them pop up that they're getting married or engaged, I don't go, fuck, happiness for them. No, 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 no. Just because they haven't gotten in contact with me. Right. Like, at this point, when does it end? If you haven't spoken for a year and you tell them you're moving countries, what Chase said before is completely right. What's that for? That's what I would think. If you got in touch with me to let me know that you're moving countries, I would go, well, well, what's up with that? Yeah. Why do you need me to know? Mm-hmm. Is it, are you trying to let me get one last chance? Something. Is that the idea that you're going with? Like, <clears throat> what are you trying to get out of this? Do you want me to Com- start communicating with you again? If, if anything, you're going to post, he's going to get in touch with the same way the next time. It's going to be, heard you move to the States. Oh, congratulations. Good luck with everything. It's, it's him being, again, you said it ended, ended amicably. You need to start creating new memories with new people. Because right now she says, we travel the world together. No, it means you spent the last year not trying 
to meet new people, not trying to make new, you know, new relationships, experiences. Yeah. You are hung up. And, you know, just unsubscribing from someone alone doesn't mean that you're getting out to meet new people. And, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't. I, I if think- I get a text from a girl being like, I'm <laughs> moving away, I'd be like, okay, are we cool? Right. Like I would, <laughs> you make sure we're. Yeah, yeah I would right. want to know what the fuck is. Why is she. It's been a year. Right. Oh, that's so weird. If, like, for someone to do that. I get why she wants to, but I don't. She has to understand that on the other side of that, you know, she got to thinking, why would he message me? He messaged you because congratulations. To, gradua- to congratulate you. Okay. Yeah. You know? Right, right. And then didn't follow up on that to make a plan you ended the conversation quickly it you both ended it quickly she goes i ended it quick no 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 no. you both did he ended it too if he had something to say he would have said it right 100 percent. i don't what's the, what's what's the problem with the, the people just like just not going back in the past and just moving on like it well you know like you know like just it's, because she's sitting here still single and she's like well i was happy then but she's not thinking of any of the bad moments. She's not thinking about the, uh, She's not thinking of why they broke up or why it ended. She's just going back to, no, we were, we were great together. We were great we had, together. You know, and yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. It ended for a reason. Ending things is tough. Um, you got to move on. You got to move on. And texting him. The difference between congratulations on the new job and, hey, I'm moving, is totally different. <laughs> it is it is it's so hey, different. I'm moving okay cool yeah it's like when someone leaves a party hey i'm leaving yeah we didn't we didn't we didn't notice uh, you bye I, cool <laughs> you know like <laughs> you didn't bring the dip dude yeah like, it's like <laughs> we didn't care I, peace you know like that's kind of if she she's thinking of them as the same thing yeah, she, yeah that's what i was just about to she's say she's like oh he's like and it's not I think it's time to say, you know, try your best to meet new people. You're going to a new country. It's going to be fine. You don't owe this guy anything. No, she doesn't owe him. Yeah, she doesn't owe him anything. No. Yeah. J- and, and he doesn't owe her anything. No. So. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Chase Abel, thank you for coming on. My man, you're the best. I appreciate you having me. Go, of course. At Chase Abel 1 on Twitter. At Chase Abel on Instagram. Friday, August 7th, August 2nd. Yes, sir. 8 o'clock. Next comedy stop. Go to chaseable.com. Get those dates. Get those tickies. Shelby, thank you for popping on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Free. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. We'll be back next episode. Boom.